But Monique Steele is with us now for the Rural News. Kia ora, Monique. Growers are worried cold temperatures could hurt the long-awaited asparagus harvest. Yes, asparagus growers in the two key growing regions of Waikato and Horofenua are on tenterhooks, with temperatures predicted to plunge overnight. If this happens, it could be a revisit of the horror late spring frost last year, where a wide range of horticulture crops like Kiwi fruit and blueberries were destroyed. Horofenua-based Tendertips co-owner Cam Lewis says growing conditions are very tough. The strong winds are making picking difficult, it's slowed growth, and now temperatures are forecast to drop severely. We're certainly behind, and New Zealand as a whole is significantly behind. Uh, the guys in the Waikato uh, have had one of the slowest starts I've seen for a number of years, so there's definitely less asparagus in the market than you'd normally have by now. It looks like Wednesday morning we're predicted for one degree, Cambridge is predicted for zero, so um, we we hope not, but we could have what happened on the 7th, I think the 7th of October last year, where the, we all get wiped out by a frost. So if it's a harsh frost, that can take us out for up to 10 days, so we've, we've got our fingers crossed and uh, we'll, we'll just see what Mother Nature serves up. Cam Lewis says if growers get through tomorrow okay and things warm up as forecast, the markets will be flooded with asparagus by Labour weekend. The Clutha District Council has asked for billboards promoting farm forestry in the district to be taken down as they're breaching the district plan. The New Zealand Farm Forestry Association has installed about 20 of the billboards around the country. They promote the idea of farmers offsetting carbon emissions by planting trees. They say things like farm foresters, climate heroes and farm forestry cooling the planet. Association President Neil Cullen says the signs in Otago near State Highway 8 are on industry leader Rob Hewitt's farm, who has part, planted part of it in trees. What we're promoting is that to farmers plant the poorer parts of their farms in forestry, and a lot of uh, that's what our members are doing all around the country. There's still a lot of weed infested gullies or low production areas on farms that could be planted, and uh, we're, we're advocating that farmers do look at it, and, and a lot of lot more are now that um, emissions are being possibly priced and, and, and costed. A Clutha District Council spokesperson says the signs don't comply with the district plan because they're too close to the road. They say anyone with a non-compliant sign can apply for a resource consent with the council and Waka Kotahi. Neil Cullen says the signs will remain in place until the situation is sorted. As you may have heard in the business news, ASB Bank has set up a new program to help grow food and fibre businesses. ASB Access will help those eligible with advice, connections and support with international trade. Chief Executive Victoria Short says there are many innovative and ambitious companies ready to take the next step. They just need the capital. There's been great success of New Zealand companies uh, in traditional um, food and fibre exports, but also actually in newer, more innovative uses of food and fibre. So we think there's a lot more that New Zealand can bring to the world. This really is about an export story, and we know there's plenty of innovative companies in New Zealand that are ready to go. Victoria Short says ASB Access will begin as a pilot with six businesses with the view to expand if it's successful. 
The mood is lifting among rural contractors who can finally get onto paddocks following some dry, warm weather. Months of rain, especially in parts of the North Island, meant it was too boggy and wet for heavy machinery to get onto paddocks. Rural Contractors Chief Executive Andrew Olson says despite more rain this week, conditions are turning a corner. It's by region, but we're seeing, for example, in the Wairapa, um, Palmerston areas that we're going from um, wet to quite dry quite quickly and a lot of uh, agrochemical works being done and a lot of um, drillings being done so you know the the signs are there from from what we can see from our observations across our members across the the, the districts is that there's there's a, a cautious optimism that the more the sun stays out the more that we'll start to get back to work However, Mr Olson says an El Nino weather pattern bringing a hot, dry summer is on the mind of many. From the feedback we've had, there is that optimism that the warmth will make grass come away and there will be cuts and there will be work to be done. But, of course, in certain areas we know that that northwest flow will dry things out and so we're going to find that in less than 12 months that we've gone from too much water to uh, too little water very quickly. Andrew Olson says although farmers are on tighter budgets this year, they're still investing in planting and spraying to ensure better profits down the line. Zespri's Northern Hemisphere harvest is set to be the biggest yet. The exporter grows fruit in the Northern Hemisphere so it can maintain a market presence all year round. Susan Murray has more. Kiwi fruit come from orchards throughout France, Italy, Greece, South Korea and Japan and are expected to fill 29 million trays compared to 24 million last year. Zespri says green fruit volumes will be similar to last season while sun gold's expected to increase by 25% because of improved growing conditions, increased yields and new production. Northern Hemisphere supply is expected to double in volume by 2030. New Zealand grown fruit produced 136 million trays this season. And lastly, dairy farmers are being encouraged to put their best gumboot forward for the National Dairy Industry Awards. Entries are now open for the regional and national competition, which will see candidates vie for Dairy Trainee of the Year, Dairy Manager of the Year, Shear Farmer of the Year and Fonterra's Responsible Dairying Award. The awards have been running since 1989 and next year's national final will be held in Queenstown in May. Entrants have until December to get their nominations in. And that's the rural news for today. Koyara te pūrono o te taifenua. Na mihi, that's Monique Steele there with the rural news.